What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Shauna. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Missing Persons. everybody to another episode of speaking of missing persons and welcome to the new listeners before we get into today's episode a little bit of business we have two other shows speaking of murders and speaking of hauntings make sure you check those out if you want to see photos uh associated with today's episode check out our socials those are all linked in the episode and show description we have a Patreon, so make sure you're checking that out. You get bonus episodes every other Saturday, and it's awesome stuff like Heaven's Gate Cult and uh, murders around celebrities, werewolf trials, stuff like that. So make sure you're checking that out, getting subscribed there so you can get those. If you have a missing person case that you would like to hear on the show, send that over to our email. That's missingmurderedhaunted at gmail.com. No spaces, no underscores, nothing like that. Just missingmurderedhaunted at gmail.com. So, all of that said, Sarah, tell us about a missing person. Love to, Bob. So, today I'm going to tell you about a girl that Bobby actually asked me to tell the story. Yeah, I requested this one. Her name is Patricia Adkins, but she goes by Patty. She was 29 years old in 2001 and was the single mother to a seven-year-old daughter that she shared custody with with her ex-boyfriend. Patty got a job straight out of high school at the Honda factory in Maryville, Ohio, and had worked her way up to supervisor on the assembly line she worked in. So she had been working there for 10 years at this point. So something cool about Honda, which I don't know if they still do this, but back then, every year they did something called shutdown week, and it kind of sounds bad, but they actually gave their employees a week's vacation for 4th of July. So it was like a company-wide shutdown. Everybody got, I think it ended up being like 10 days. Oh, wow. For 4th of July. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, isn't it? And they were paid? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Well, Patty worked really hard at Honda and rarely did anything for herself. So when she told her family and friends that she was going on vacation for the shutdown week with her boyfriend, they were happy for her that she was, you know, finally going to do something for herself. Yeah. Do something that, you know, didn't involve work or her daughter or whatever. Her boyfriend worked at the Honda plant as well, but on a different assembly line. They often spent a lot of time at work talking to each other. They played cards together on their lunch breaks. He wanted to keep their relationship a secret. The reason, obviously, was he was married with kids. Of course. Mm. The pair had been having 
a somewhat secretive relationship for about a year at this point in 2001. And I say somewhat because Patty's whole family knew and she had told like some of her co-workers that she was really close to that they were in a relationship so people knew gotcha but i don't know if he knew people knew if that makes sense patty had been telling people that he would not be married for much longer because he was telling her he was going to divorce his wife like very soon and they were going to be together for the vacation, the couple was going to go to a remote cabin for the week in Canada. The plan was they were going to take his truck. You're looking like you have questions. Which just sounds like an odd vacation to take. Yeah, when well, I mean, they're in Ohio, so it's not like that far from Canada, I don't guess. But still. It's not that, that distant. That is still it's an the- odd vacation Well, he is described as being an outdoorsy type of person, like fishing, hunting, all that kind of stuff. And she really liked that about him. Not necessarily that she was an outdoorsy person. She just liked that about him, that he was. On the last day they worked for the week, which was June 29th, Patty took her dog and two cats to a boarding facility, and she dropped off her daughter with her ex. She then got a ride from a co-worker so that her car was not left sitting in Honda's parking lot for the week and, you know, didn't look suspicious because they were leaving, like, right after work that night, and they both got off at midnight, so they worked second shift. Okay. Patty had arranged for her sister, Marsha, to watch her daughter when it was time for her to be picked up from her dad's house. So Marsha was supposed to get her daughter back in the middle of the week. Okay. She told Marsha she would be back home on Sunday, July 8th, around noon, to pick up her daughter. Plus... The family was having, like, a big barbecue for the 4th of July that day. So she said she would be back in time for the barbecue. Well, Patty clocked out that night at 19 seconds after midnight. The plan was she was going to get into the bed of her boyfriend's truck under a tarp cover. So it was like a... Cover. It wasn't the hard kind of cover. It was like the softer cover. Yeah. Uh, tano. Yeah. Uh, ten, tano. Tano. Yeah, I couldn't say the word, so I just. Yeah. Well, it, I'm assuming you know the ones that we're talking about. It's the ones yeah. that kind of like snap on, and it's a a soft canvas type of thing. Yeah. Well, he had installed this specifically for this trip. The reason that she had to hide in the bed of the truck according to reports, was because he carpooled to work and he was giving another co-worker a ride home after work and then she was supposed to stay in the bed of the truck until he dropped that guy off and then get into the passenger seat and then they were going to go on this vacation to Canada. 
everybody following <laughs> so far? Yeah, it's just sketchy as it's fuck already. Very, yeah, super sketchy. And what did mm-hmm. he tell his wife he was doing for 10 fucking days? Oh, I was we'll get to the it. same thing. Okay. We'll get to it. Now, if that all wasn't weird enough, he told Patty not to bring any luggage on the trip, saying it would be hard to explain why she had it at work. Instead, he told her he would just buy them whatever they needed on the road. Why the fuck couldn't they just stop by her house? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. She did, however, bring a small overnight bag. But it was just like toothbrush, toothpaste, her wallet. Okay, hold stuff on. like that. Let's rewind. <laughs> she got into the back of his truck when? Nineteen seconds after midnight. Okay, but that doesn't explain her car still sitting in the parking lot. No, no she, car- she carpooled. So she rode she, she rode with another girl so her car was not okay, left sitting. My in understanding the was that she was going to I don't know what she, I was thinking. She boarded her pets, then dropped, dropped off, off her carpooled car- with a coworker with the, with the to work. Right. Okay, carpooled to work. Yeah, so that her car was not sitting at the Honda plant for a whole week. So she had no car there when she got off work that night. She right got into the bed of his truck, hidden under this tarp. Yeah, but I still don't understand why she couldn't have just drove herself to work if he was going to take someone home. Because he told her not to. Why couldn't she just go home after work, get all of her shit, and then him pick her up from there? Yeah, I don't. Seems very dumb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Sketchy. Mm -hmm. So no one heard from Patty for the whole week. It was not strange to them, though, because she had she didn't have a cell phone at this time. And she had told them, like her family, that it would be difficult to make phone calls because I guess the cabin they were going to be in did not have a phone. So at first they weren't thinking anything of it that they hadn't heard from her. Right. It was kind of expected. Yeah. They were kind of not expecting to hear from her. This was what year? 2001. That's okay. That's extra sketchy, also, because I'm sorry if I had a kid, you would have a way to get the fuck a hold of me. Yeah, I would want some form of contact. Okay. You would have a way to get the fuck a hold of me. What if something happened to the kid? Don't know. That's dumb. Did he have a cell phone? Don't know. Okay. I don't know the answer to that. When Sunday at noon came and went and there was no sign of Patty, Marsha got super worried. She started calling Patty's house over and over again. Like, it, I watched interviews with her. She said she was literally hanging up, picking up, and calling right back over and over again. When she got no answer, she called the boyfriend's number, pretending to be a customer of his side business. So not only did he work at Honda, he had a side business, which was an auto body shop. Okay. So his wife answers the phone when Marsha called the first time and said he wasn't home yet. This made Marsha feel like a little bit better because she's like, okay, well, he's not home yet. So that would explain why Patty's not back yet. And she decided she would wait a little longer 
maybe they were just running late, like got stuck in traffic because of the holiday, whatever. When Patty was still not back in a couple hours, she called the boyfriend's phone again. This time, he answered the phone. He told Marsha he didn't know anything about a trip to Canada and that he barely even knew Patty. The fuck? He denied that they were in any kind of relationship. He had never went on vacation with her, and he was a married man. Like, he didn't know what she was talking about. Oh, hell no. fuck. Okay. He told Marsha he knew her from work, and that was it. Unsure of what to make of all this, Marsha filled out a missing persons report on Patty around 7 o'clock that night. Unable to sleep, though, because her sister is missing, she called the boyfriend's house back at 3 a.m. Oh, shit. She told the wife about the affair and the trip. She also point blank asked him if he killed her sister. She described both of them as being super calm and the wife denying that he could have been having an affair. Like the wife said he didn't have time for that. Did his wife confirm that he was out of town? Yes. But we'll get to that. So, the Union County Police took this case, like, very seriously. They did not believe Patty would just vanish and leave her daughter behind. Right. Plus, she had been at Honda for 10 years. She was, like, very good at showing up for work. Like, she was a very good employee. And she sounds successful. When they searched her house initially, they found no evidence to suggest she was forced to leave, obviously. Right. They spoke to the boyfriend. He allowed them to search his house and business, but kept denying that he was in any kind of relationship with Patty. Like, he was like, sure, you can search my stuff. I worked with her and that's it. Like, I don't know her on any kind of personal level. The They interviewed his wife also, who said there was no way, like I said, that he could have been having an affair. She said with working at Honda, their side business, and helping her with the kids, he didn't have time. It just wasn't possible. That's what she kept telling police. He told detectives that the night Patty disappeared, that he left work at midnight, which it was confirmed that he clocked out at midnight. Like, exactly midnight. He and the co-worker that he was giving a ride home to stopped at Burger King and were in line for 45 minutes. He then got home at 2.30 a.m., okay? He then spent the rest of the weekend with his family and then went on a small fishing trip. So him and his wife are claiming that happened on a Friday. And that he was home that whole weekend and then went on a small fishing trip when the weekend was over. And what about the co-worker he gave a ride to? So, when police asked the manager at Burger King about that night, like how busy it was, blah, 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 they were told that between midnight and 1.30 a.m., the restaurant had only made $18. So the longest anyone would have waited was 10 minutes. Okay, caught in another lie, sir. But 
the co-worker that he had given a ride to confirmed what the boyfriend said. Said we waited for 45 minutes. The fuck? Okay. I believe the manager who made $18. (sighs) Right. Because he knows what, he actually has no reason to fucking lie. Okay. So Patty's co-workers that knew about the relationship said that it was more of an emotional one. That they spent long hours talking to each other. They played cards together every night on their lunch break. The co-workers said that they had only met up outside of work a couple of times in that year. Like, and had sexual contact a couple times. Patty's sisters don't think they ever did. Because she never told them that she ever met him outside of work. Like, this trip, the way Patty made it sound to them, would have been the first time they would have had a sexual relationship with each other. Okay. That in this year leading up to it, it was an emotional relationship. Like... She they just were having a emotional affair, pretty much. Like, she really liked talking to him. She thought he was so smart essentially, and funny. He and was more than likely leading her yes. on at work because he enjoyed her attention and she became very infatuated. Right. Correct. So, if this was true, it makes sense how he was able to pull it off because he wasn't seeing her outside of work right he was just having a work relationship with her and like you said leading her on in his house police found items that patty had given to him that she bought while on other vacations so at one point she had went to florida with her sisters and her daughter and she bought him a harley davidson phone like a house phone that I think was shaped like a motorcycle, you know. That'd be right. Cool. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. And she bought him a Hard Rock Cafe t-shirt. When they asked his wife where the t-shirt came from, she was like, I have no idea. He just had it one day. Are you kidding But me? her sisters said we were with her when she bought that stuff in Miami. For him. For him. She said, I'm buying it for him. I'm just going to throw that out there. If a shirt just randomly appeared, I'd be asking all sorts of questions. I mean, it depends on if your husband likes to go shopping. But if it's like an actual Hard Rock Cafe shirt from Miami, Florida that says Miami, Florida on it. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be, be like, asking questions. I'd if be like, it just like randomly appeared in the house one day. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, Interesting. <laughs> did you really? When did you go to Miami? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it would be a whole ass thing. Agreed. They also found a birthday card to him. He tried to say it was from all of his coworkers, but it was only signed by Patty. Nobody else had signed it. 
So obviously it's not from all your coworkers. Right. That was not a work birthday party. No. So now we're going to, this is like the most fucked up thing ever. Okay. So on top of all of this, on that Sunday when she didn't come back, Marsha and one of Patty's coworkers went to Patty's apartment to like look around before they filed a missing persons or whatever and they found money bands in her apartment so like the things you use to wrap up money so when they reported her missing they told the police like hey she has all these money bands in her apartment police found out that patty had been loaning the boyfriend money and not just a little bit like since they had started dating she had loaned him ninety thousand dollars holy fucking shit in a year it's insane what the fuck that's a year's salary that's 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 more than a year's salary. that's insane where the fuck was she getting the money oh i'm Uh gonna tell you so to get that money she Took out a second mortgage on her house. Oh, my God. And poor fucking girl. And she withdrew $30,000 from her 401k. Oh, Oh my my fucking God. Why did she do this? Because he told her, he told her that the only way he could divorce his wife is if he could buy out his portion of the side business so that in the divorce, his wife could not take that from him. Or get any money from it. So. This sneaky bastard. Patty wanted their relationship to move forward. And she. Her sister knew that she had loaned him money. But not how much money. She didn't know it was $90,000. Correct. She did know about the $30,000 from the 401k. And she like. For real. Was like. Patty. What the hell are you thinking? And like getting mad at her but patty was like i mean i'm okay with it he says he's gonna pay me back i'm really just trying to build a future with him honestly i'd smack the fuck right out of both of you i'd smack the fuck out of you yeah too (laughs) exactly that's my point shit don't take out a second mortgage for a fucking bastard that you have never met outside of work i'm sorry exactly your work husbands and wives are not worth that kind of bullshit Fuck no. It's fucking ridiculous. So he, it gets even more shady because, yes, they had proof that she did this, but they actually didn't have proof because it had all been done in cash. Oh. And he never put any of that money into any of his bank accounts. So it, Well, of course not, because his wife would have seen that. Right. So... Yes, they knew she took out the second mortgage. Yes, they knew she took this $30,000 out of her 401k. She had told her family that she had given him the money and what she had given it to him for. But there was There's no, no proof, proof of it on his end. Right. That fucking bastard. Okay. Right. Now, before this... The wife's in on it, isn't she? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> before this... Patty was very financially stable. She had her shit together. Yeah, I mean, she I, that's what I was saying. She sounded successful as fuck. 
she had her shit together. She was taking care of her daughter, taking care of herself. She had a house. She had 401k. She had savings. She was doing really well for herself. But because she did this for this dude, she was kind of hurting. And I'd say so. She had told him that he had to start paying her back in July because she was going to have to pay penalties on that 401k and she couldn't afford to pay the penalties. So he was supposed to start paying her back in July. When does she go missing? In July. Before July even starts. Hmm. Interesting. While searching his property, cadaver dogs hit on an area of concrete that had been, like, freshly poured. They dug it up, but they found nothing. Now, people argue about this because this concrete mixture was left over from another project he had done. And police never searched that area. So the concrete could have had like her scent on it if it was mixed with the concrete used from a different project from a different project and they've never searched that first area where he laid concrete they also noticed that while searching his truck that he had all the pieces for the cover but the cover was missing it was found on his property and they took it but a coworker told them that the cover had been installed on June 29th. This was the day yeah, that, she, that got... she went missing. So it was installed that very day. And then he immediately took it off? Well, then, no. He removed it a week later. So he... that sounds like he kept her in the bed of the truck for a fucking week. Well, he told the co-worker that he, had, he only needed it for that fishing trip. And the problem police faced was his story could... Like, a jury could see that his story could make sense because this specific truck he used to haul things for his business. So having that cover on there would have hindered him in his side business. But when they did forensic exam on this cover, they found cat hairs that matched Patty's cat. DNA matched. They were definitely from her cat. So it's confirmed that she was somewhere around. She was in the bed of that truck. And a small amount of blood. Small. Like some people said a drop. Like it was a small amount of blood. In 2001, forensic technology was not very good. Like it is now. And they ultimately decided not to test the blood. I mean, in the reason was they feared that it wasn't enough to give them a result and then the sample would be wasted. So did they keep it? That makes sense, but still sucks. The blood has remained in evidence since 2001 and And no one has... Can we test that, please? ...tested it yet. Yeah, does anybody want to test that shit? Exactly. Please test it. Why don't we do it now? Oh, that's what a lot of people on the internet are questioning. Like, we have the technology now. Test it. Prove that it's her blood. That definitively proves she was in the bed of that truck. Exactly. Mm. Please test it. No sign of Patty has been reported since June 29th. She has not used her bank account, her credit cards, nothing. 
like I said, her family believes that he did this because she was expecting him to start paying her back in that month. And he was like, shit, I don't have any money to pay you back. And if I start giving you money, then my wife is going to know what's going on. So he had to get rid of her. I'm with Sam, though. The wife kind of seems sketchy as shit, too. Yeah, I honestly... That's what her sisters I feel like the wife has a hand in it. Definitely. If this woman is willing to give you $90,000 without ever meeting you outside of work... Yeah, that's... He just took advantage. That's it. Well, Marsha believed Patty was murdered from the very first phone call she had with him that Sunday, like to the point where when she hung up the phone with him, she called their brother and said Patty's dead. She knew it from the second she talked to him that day, and he said he didn't know her. I I would probably have that exact same feeling. Well, Mm -hmm. police agree with her. Police completely agree with her that Patty is dead, that she's not just missing. The family had her pronounced legally dead, and the police are treating her case like it's a homicide, not a missing persons investigation. Gotcha. So they're treating it kind of like an unsolved? Yes. To them, she would have not left her daughter. She wouldn't have went through the trouble of boarding her animals, and she also had future appointments like to get her hair done shit like that like you know normal girl stuff she had appointments that she set up right before she disappeared so they're like why would she go through all this trouble if she's just gonna disappear yeah Yeah, i mean and not only that she was in line for another promotion at work and she knew it she knew that she was up for another promotion and she liked her job like why yeah, I, she wouldn't she, she didn't yeah. just leave she had she no, no reason to there leave. was no reason for her to yeah, just walk she's away. got every reason to stay yeah the problem is they have no proof of a homicide they have no because there's no body concrete evidence detectives on the case say terrible. that's terrible that was that was that was too <laughs> sorry much. that, you can that cut was that, a, out. that was a that was a me joke <laughs> Yeah, that it, and yeah. I mean, you know what though? Fucking dig it up, test the blood. Like, come on, we got we got all the technology and shit. Dig yeah. it up, test the blood. I'm sure if we get an update, we'll we'll put an update in a future episode. Uh, yeah, because lots of people want that. We should like start a position petition, petition like test Patty's blood. Right, mm-hmm. T- test the blood on the tarp. So detectives on the case say that they are going to treat her disappearance as a homicide, though, like, until they're given a reason not to. So unless she physically walks up in the police station and is like, I'm Patricia Adkins, I'm alive, they're assuming she's deceased, murdered, I should say. The boyfriend did take a polygraph test during the initial investigation and all detectives would say is he was deceptive in some of his answers but they won't say what questions were asked or anything like that despite all of the circumstantial evidence police have not released his name or 
named him as a suspect. That's bullshit. But yeah. it makes sense just, at the same time. I think they're just playing it close to the hand until they have something uh, a little more solid to go at him with. Yeah, I think so. Like I, I, I feel I like they also don't want him I, to run. To run. They don't want him to run. Mm. So there is a $25,000 reward for any information leading to the recovery of Patty. It was actually raised by the community. When she was last seen, she was wearing her white Honda uniform. She was five foot eight, 120 pounds, blonde. It was like dirty blonde hair, hazel eyes. She had her ears and belly button pierced and a tattoo of a bluish green flower across her lower back. If you have any information, you can call the Union County Sheriff's Office at 704-283-3789. You look like you have a question. I don't have a question. I'm just confused. I'm not confused about your story or anything, but at this... Okay. Why would she trust a man that she lent $90,000 to to buy her all the things she was going to need for 10 straight days? Yeah, that, like, I'm sorry. Red red flag one, get in the back of my truck. Red flag two, there's no phones there. Red red flag three, bring no evidence that you. you were fucking there. Bring no luggage. Like, Straight, but okay, we're gonna go to we're gonna like pivot here to our speaking of murder and you know remind you of Ted Bundy and how manipulative and charismatic and how he could talk girls into anything literally anything. I know there are people in this world that can talk you into anything, and it's unfortunate, but. And if she was in this spot in her life where she was lonely and she was a single mom and she was like... Yeah, I feel like he preyed on her. Yes, he did. I feel exactly the same way. Like, he took advantage of the fact that she was lonely. She was the single mother and... And he knew she was successful. And he knew she was successful. And I would also like to point out that her daughter is grown now, like, in her 20s. And she's, like, going to school to be a freaking neuroscientist or something. Like, she's super intelligent. Heck yeah. Good. Uh, She split her childhood between Marsha and her father. Well, that that was sweet that he let her have custody, basically. Yeah, but I watched a video, like, an interview with her. It was so sad. She's just crying the whole time because she was seven. She remembers everything about her mom. Right. And she lost her at seven years old over something senseless, and she's gotten no justice yeah, there's for like, it. Can we please test the blood? Well, if not, dig up the concrete. This is why I requested Yeah, and I was mad at Bobby because I, I was like, what the hell, I Bobby? Know it could be classified as an unsolved murder. But we don't actually know for sure. All we know is that she's gone. She ain't around anymore, but we don't know exactly what happened. I mean, we've done a few of these cases where they could be cold case. like Unsolved murders? Yeah, but it since there is no proof, it's a missing. Right. 
It's absolutely devastating. Sorry I did that to you guys, but blame Bobby. Yeah, nah, I, I blame re- you. I did request this one. <laughs> it, it's absolutely devastating. And I do want it. It's like peace. It's like I want some. I want them to just test the blood. Just test the blood. Prove that she something happened to her in right. there. Even if she just got a freaking cut. Yeah. I mean, my thing is, if he's not giving information, like, how did they know she climbed into the back of his truck? People saw her when they were getting off work. Like. It's or maybe she told and she told her coworker, like oh, her best play friend by coworker. play what was going to be happening. Gotcha. I mean that makes sense. Like the coworker that went with her sister to check her house that yeah. day, she had told her exactly what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, and okay. and that coworker tried to talk her out of it. Well, good because as so a did her sisters. Should. Her sisters begged her not to go. They were happy that she was finally, like, doing something. But they would have preferred her to do it by herself. That was not what they wanted her to do. Right. And I don't blame them. But you can only do so much. Agreed. Well, that's shitty. Okay. All right. If you enjoyed today's episode, let us know. Hop on wherever you're listening. Leave a five-star rating. Leave a review. Share it with your friends, your family. If you have a missing case that you want to hear on the show... Send that to our email, missingmurderedhaunted at gmail.com. No spaces, no underscores, nothing like that. Just missingmurderedhaunted at gmail.com. Does anyone have anything else they want to add in? No. I'm angry. All right. Well, we'll see you all back next week. Bye. 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 Bye.